Welcome to the LGA Podcast, and for those of you just tuning in, that is Lit, lit, lit Gaming, gaming arena. Arena, arena. I'm Marcus, here to talk about all things gaming, joined by Justin. Hey, what's up, everybody? And Frost. Hi. Let's go! Alright, we'll kick this off by talking about the free game of the week. This is starting on the 24th through February 7th. You can get Jack Party Pack on the Epic Game Store for free. You mean the Jack Box Party Pack? What did I say? You said the Jack Party Pack. <laughs> I want... <laughs> What's... Explain what the Jack Party Pack is. I hope you don't know be- Jack I- about <laughs> the Jack Party Pack. <laughs> You don't know, Jack, about what the name of the game The is. Jackbox Party Pack from the 24th to February 7th, Epic Game Store. It's yeah, I'm, free. I'm amazed Get that it. IP's still around. Like, you don't know Jack, just converts into the Jackbox. It's just the the Jackbox. And then the week of January 20th to the 26th, these are the new games coming out that week. We have January 21st, Hug You on Switch. January 22nd, Future Grind on PS4, Switch, PC, at Sundown, PS4, Xbox, Switch, PC, Sinran Kagura, Burst, Renewal on PS4, PC, A Fisherman's Tale, PS4, PC, Wonder Song on just the PS4, The Raven Remastered, Switch, then the 23rd, there is Kingdom Hearts, a VR experience on PS4, The Walking Vegetables Radical Edition on Xbox, Heroes Trials on Xbox, then the 24th, there is Jack Quest, The Tale of Swords, PS4, Xbox, Switch, PC, Life is Strange 2, Episode 2, Rules, PS4, Xbox, PC, Pikanuku, Switch PC, Cursed Castilia. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Castilia. I'm going to Castilia. (laughs) Smite on Switch. Finally coming to that. Oh my God. Hashtag Kill All Zombies Switch. Doodle God Evolution Switch. (laughs) That's such a weird name. (laughs) Doodle God Switch. Uh, My Memory of Us Switch. (laughs) Legendary Legacy Tales of the Fate Bound Switch. Those are all words. (laughs) Yeah, uh, some of these are word spaghetti. (laughs) January 25th, Resident Evil 2, PS4, Xbox, PC. Heroes Trials for Switch on January 25th, coming a little later. Uh, Nero, well, N.E.R.O, Nothing Remains, ah, Nothing Ever Remains Obscure, Switch. (laughs) Flowiness, Verse, Switch. Inops, Switch. A lot lot of weird games. I'm I'm probably botching some of these, but... And some of these are subject to change. I'm not 100%, but uh, that should be pretty accurate since it's just a week out. Uh, but any of those catch your eye? I mean, I'm looking forward to Resident Evil 2 myself. I'm going to be picking that up on PS4. Nothing. I hate video games. God <laughs> dang it. Justin. I'm probably going to play Resident Evil 2 as well. And I I need to look at that list with my eyeballs I'm in order pl- to understand it. I'm going to play that Kingdom Hearts VR without a VR. Your your uh, word spaghetti was very accurate representation of what that was. That uh, some, of, some of those got some some weird words, uh, especially Doodle God Evolution. <laughs> it's a little bit of a weird one. That's like word cream of wheat. <laughs> 
anyway, uh, ah! I yeah, got the pun. What a uh, cream, <laughs> cream of wheat. Uh, anyway, uh, so who should I start with? Justin, what you been playing? Uh, well, <laughs> Ariel, what you been playing? I can't. No, I've been, we need to talk to Marcus, Justin about what, you what been he's playing. been playing. I've been playing. Well, first, because it's the best. Hold on. He's been playing podcast editor three thousand. I yep. hear that's a good one. Yeah, that's all I do. That and Celeste. And meaning <laughs> I play more Celeste. I, I'm not going to talk about Celeste because we're going to review it pretty soon. And yeah, that's I'm I'm addicted to Celeste. The pain. There's so much pain, <laughs> but I keep to the pain. I keep playing it. No, no, you no have pain. you have another game that you need no to talk game. about. <laughs> what What do you think I'm doing over here? <laughs> No pain, you play no game. You need to stop talking about Celeste and talk about the 2018 game of the year. The Quiet Man? I mean, it's just no. talking about the Quiet Man. <laughs> no, no. I actually, I know. I want to play the Quiet Man because of how bad it's. That I'm in that same boat. I keep hearing so much about it. I don't know anything about it. I just hear how bad. It is. I kind of want to check out the Quiet Man. Please help me. I want to play Jeff. No, I want to so play the Quiet Man. I I, I went through the Xbox game pass list of games the other day and i was like hmm what should i play and i downloaded mud runner a spin tires game yeah that sounds great and uh if anyone knows me knows that i so far my choice of career is to be a truck driver and this game i'm playing <laughs> my living nightmare getting stuck in the mud that's the it's mud being stuck in the mud the game and it's giant awkward looking truck it sounds horrible. It's the it's the worst. It's punishment. I don't know why I'm playing this, but I'm like, I kind of want to see what this game has to offer. And it's just slowly driving through mud, hoping you don't get stuck or sink. It's hilarious because he comes home from work being tired and crabby, and then he sits down on the couch and plays something that is also like work. Yeah, so basically, <laughs> and that somehow relaxes him so that he could go to bed. It's like a farm simulator for a farmer. Yeah, or <laughs> pretty much. Tru uh, Euro truck simulator. <laughs> Ask me what game I've been playing this week. <laughs> and then, uh, so I've been I I played through a little bit of that. I haven't gotten too far into it. I haven't even gotten to the main part of the game. I'm just playing. It suggests you play through the the challenges first. Um, before you get to the main game. So I'm about halfway through the challenges. And I, I tell you what, one of those challenges I'm at right now was a big pain in the ass because you got to operate a crane truck and the crane does not work the way you think it should. And it's incredibly frustrating because you got to pick up logs with the crane and put them on the truck and then somehow fold the crane back up and start driving again. And the crane won't fucking fold up. It's a piece of shit. <laughs> this I is something I'm happens. not checking out. I am not <laughs> yeah. looking at this no, at all. Don't, don't, don't play. I don't really recommend it to anyone except to crazy people like me. 10 out of 10. Um, <laughs> it, it's probably the best game you've ever played because you in 2019. It's, it's it, is, it, is really, quite, it is disturbingly no, accurate. No, Celeste is the you've, best game. You've played, what, so two far. games of 2019. Celeste is like, number one and <laughs> Spin Tires is number two. Is number none. <laughs> Z no, but absolute I mean, zero. I I will say like how almost like it's, that must pain it's, you. It's super realistic, and it gives me post traumatic stress disorder flashbacks because I have gotten stuck in the mud before. <laughs> and what's this called? It's, stuck it's, in the mud. It's it's called Mud Runner, <laughs> a spin tires game, and it's yeah. So Ooh. it's. It's yeah, all about mud. And, and you thought the new games I was naming had <laughs> word spaghetti names. <laughs> and I, uh, 
like log trucking is the one thing I will never ever do in my entire life and that's basically what this game is. <laughs> is there a version of this where you're stuck in cream of wheat trying to get out <laughs> and you're spinning and I want it to be chocolate cream of wheat. I mean it's just mud. I mean Co that's what it is. Cocoa cream. It looks like cream of wheat. <laughs> and yeah, I so, don't think mud looks like cream of wheat. Well, I don't know does. if you've eaten cream it's, of wheat. It's grit. But that's it's not what milk. it looks like. It might be easier to get out with a pat of butter in there. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, I mean it's it it plays well for what it is. It will make you incredibly angry. I don't, I don't, the plot line is super moving too. That. Just but I mean, like you have to. Oh, yeah, this truck is. You got to deliver logs to the log area and. So, but oh, the truck is out of fuel, and you go and you switch to the fuel truck, and oh, this truck is out of. Out, right, or this just truck hearing is, about this yeah, is making this, me furious. We need this, to move on. <laughs> this truck is broken, and so you have to switch to another truck. That Shut will up, come. Marcus. He's gonna keep going. They're gonna come here, and you have to drive this this repair truck over to the fuel truck to repair it. So then you can drive the fuel truck to your main log truck to fill it up, and then you just start driving, and it's. I mean, you have a differential lock. You got your all-wheel drive. You turn those on and off. You have your headlights. You got your horn that vibrates the controller when you honk it. Because, I mean, why the fuck not? That's just like a real truck. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it vibrates. It's the whole truck. But other than that, I don't know. I kind of want to... I'm, I'm looking forward to play more. And playing oh, more. Jesus. <laughs> well, just... I expect a review for that. Um, it's it's going to be a bad review. I want to have a review for I that. I don't even know, like... My, I'm incredibly biased, though. I, I don't know how good of a score. I, I don't know if I could give it. A I think you're giving the best uh, real world experience you're, review. You're really <laughs> talking it up. You're talking to the truckers of the U.S. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you ever thought you wanted to be a truck driver and thought you wanted to go do logs, play this game first and never go be a log truck driver. <laughs> All right. Frost, what, what, what have you been playing? We're going to bring it back around. In the oh, end, you guys. no. No. So, Marcus, I've been playing Farm Simulator. <laughs> All right, Farmer Frost, what what have you enjoyed about farms? <laughs> um, actually, it's really complicated, so I'm not sure if I'm going to keep playing it because my insignificant, tiny little brain can't wrap around. She doesn't know how to back up a trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, okay? You, even you said that that kind of trailer was hard to back up. And yet I did it. <laughs> I don't have a CDL and driving isn't my profession, okay? Anyway, it sounds stupid that I'm bringing it up, but far, there is some value to take away from Farm Simulator. If you have like anxiety issues or you need to just tap out for the day and check out, this could be one of the games that helps you do that because it's That's relatively... Why I play Celeste. <laughs> It's relatively mindless, especially once you get the hang of plowing a field, fertilizing it. It's just essentially going up and down the fields. Mm -hmm. There's more complex things like uh, financing and getting animals and taking care of the animals and stuff like that. But if you just want something to just kind of no brain and zone out on, you, you can just plow and cultivate and... <laughs> harvest some fields and play some music what i did is i turned the music in the game off and then i was just listening to real country music on my spotify <laughs> and it was very relaxing but i'm gonna move on from that and not talk about it for a million years like uh justin's game of the year yeah she was <laughs> she was she was listening to douche country music it was the best <laughs> <laughs> I really felt like a true Montanan. Uh, so please no. 
I'm proud of my heritage. I'm proud to be a hick. Fuck off. Anyway, um, that's not all I played. I played uh, Towerfall upon Marcus's eager uh, suggestion. Coming like, off the heels of Celeste, it's a good game to play. <laughs> like Again. Marcus was going to explode if we didn't uh, buy Towerfall immediately. Like he had his wallet out in the middle of our living room and everything. I will give you fifteen dollars. Just get this game right now. He held me down and forced me to buy it. <laughs> um, and that was really really fun. I didn't think I was going to enjoy it because party games tend to like party poop me specifically. Uh, but this time I kept wanting to play and it was Justin that wanted to stop and kill the, p- the fun that time. So. Yeah, because it didn't feel as good as Celeste. <laughs> like if they made Tower, if they made Towerfall but felt like Celeste, I'd be all for I've heard the exact opposite said that uh, people preferred how Towerfall felt over Celeste. Oh God, so. Celeste feels so much better. I, uh, You're biased. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why you would be uh, comparing the two games because you can't do the same things that you would do in Celeste anyway. You just... You can air dash. You just bounce around and you shoot an arrow. Yeah, like, air, Celeste is so much more complicated. The air dashes felt better in Celeste. The, Justin, you're the, a tortured soul. The wall, the I, wall <laughs> climbing felt better or the wall holding onto the walls, the wall jumps. Just about everything would you feels say, better in Celeste. Would you say Tower Falls the best Ouya game? <laughs> Maybe. I don't I've never <laughs> never played a Ouya game ex- except for that, I guess. Well, I happen to enjoy it, especially when I was under the influence and all of us were also under the influence of playing together. I want a Tower Falls Celeste DLC. <laughs> That'd be cool. And Might, maybe I'll- I think Switch might have a Celeste character skin because that game came Towerfall recently came to Switch and it's six player and yeah you can it has extra skins I'm not sure if there's a Celeste skin but I would think since it came recently I would definitely request we play it again this weekend I liked it so much if we have time we're going to be recording shit all weekend I know. Yeah, you didn't, to record. You we didn't gonna tell me that. I had to hear that from Marcus. We're recording because, a lot of reviews. Because we decided that today. Yeah, we're he recording a lot of reviews He comes into my living tomorrow. room and he's like, we got shit to do on oh. Saturday. And I was like, well, okay, dad. Yeah, Saturday <laughs> is going to be a heavy review day. We, we got we all got, sorts of stuff to review. We got a lot of stuff we need to get cranked out. Which will all be coming out in the coming weeks. Look forward to that on our alternative feed Lit Gaming Arena GG. Okay, shut up and let me continue. Okay, we need to no, plug I'm it. Not we done. need to plug the other podcast. We, we got, <laughs> the boat's sinking. We need to plug it. <laughs> Excuse me. Our downloads are falling, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the bucket? <laughs> I'm going to fucking quit. This is because we reviewed Oberdin. This is why the boat's sinking, because we reviewed Oberdin. We shouldn't have done this. It split the downloads. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go on. <laughs> go, go on. Do you want me to go on? Go, yes. <laughs> go on. Yeah, but can you plug? <sighs> I find, I'm going to find you over there. You're not plugging over. the podcast enough. <sighs> I kind of crawl over this couch. We need to plug the podcast on the podcast. Plug the podcast. We're going to fucking rip your throat out. All right, Frost, so what else have you been playing? Well, if you care to ask me and hear my opinions. Yeah, we do. We're interested. (laughs) I've been playing um, a new game that came out on Tuesday called Vane. It's an indie game about 
a sparkly girl in a cute hat that can turn into a raven. Which is not to be confused with codename Vane like I mixed up. Like you've mixed up for the past several weeks that we've been talking well, about I'm it just, too. I'm just, I didn't really mix it up that long. I just, it when I saw it on the release, I was like, oh, and then I was like, oh, never mind. Not so, not that cool anime vampire thing. <laughs> no, it's, it's far beyond that. It's really, it's artistic and I get where they're trying to go. It's just seemed like they were underfunded perhaps or maybe they didn't have the right know-how uh the art is there and the music is definitely awesome i really like the music but like the the controls and the camera it it's it's very similar to a 1990s game <laughs> i i'm like the textures of the flooring and the walls and how the camera would get caught underneath would you say the ground or in the wall is definitely like the old days playing emperor's new groove on my computer <laughs> would you say it's too indie <laughs> too. it's too indie no define too indie i think too indie would be look it's just a line on a screen i think too indie <laughs> i think too indie would be grease honestly because it's more arty than anything and in my head uh, indie That's means not. art no <laughs> I, I don't know i don't know what's going on because there's no grease is an art project it's with a controller yeah no, see, that's don't. what i think an indie no. is is that it's just an art project it's like a performance art project well, we're reviewing that so you get you'll get my opinion on that later sometimes people don't care about your opinion okay maybe people care about my opinion and they don't like your people opinion in this room <laughs> maybe people want to hear what i have to say about something well you did you're not reviewing it though because you're interrupting me and i'm interrupting myself you can't play it because it's on the switch <laughs> i mean true but it it's so far there's no plot that i've noticed you're kind of one of those things where you're just dumped into this universe and you have to figure it out on your own in vain yeah okay i just wanted to make sure that's... no i'm talking about greece the game that i haven't played well i was just specifying for our audience i like what they're doing with it you can turn into a raven and i like that aspect of it i like the colors in the game um the puzzles are and you when you say raven, hard you don't mean like teen titans raven no i don't okay. mean you don't teen mean titans that's so raven, raven from that, disney <laughs> <laughs> maybe can you see the future no it you can see the so past <laughs> you can see the past though i think is what it's implying that, that may also be that's so right <laughs> <laughs> so it might be a little bit of that's so raven raven uh because like you use the magical powers of this glowing ball thing to reveal parts of the world that in her present moment is destroyed but if you use the ball then you can fix what it's been destroyed like you're moving back in time i think that's what that is that's so indie i don't know other than that i've maybe played about a couple hours four hours of it so far it's not a very difficult game it's more frustrating than anything because the controllers don't work like you want to especially when you are a bird it's very aggravating flying as a it says as that's a raven i watched you play very briefly and i was noticing you clipping through parts of the environment which was not great no that's not something you want and especially like you're walking when your upstairs. camera gets your your camera will get stuck in a wall like i said you got pinned under some steps yeah that was pretty fun too like i said it's like it reminds me of the days back when I was playing Emperor's New Groove on my PC and you would just watch it glitch out and that part that part would be the best part of it. Right. So those are my games. How about you, Marcus? Just 
You want to you share some stuff with us? I finished up Pokemon, uh, finally. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to do a review for that, but I don't want to speak more to that since I've already talked that to death. But I have been playing... Uh, no, please, tell us more about Pikachu's Afro. I, his you, Afro you, you is did, awesome. You did You did show us your his Af- Seth Rogen. He's so cool. He did he look pretty cute. Probably smokes pot. I can confirm he did look cute. He probably hangs out with a James Franco Evie. They're probably While, making uh, a movie together. <laughs> Jay Bershaw gets upset off in the distance. Anyway, I've been playing uh, New Super Mario Bros. U and New Super Luigi U Deluxe on the Switch. That just came out last week, right? Yeah. Mm. And I mean, I, I had played these before on the Wii U and now they're deluxified, which uh, realistically, it doesn't feel like they added much or changed much aside from now you can play the main game or uh, the new Super Mario with Nabbit, which is it's the character is labeled as easiest and uh as such he doesn't get hit by any enemies you can just run through the level not get hit by anything and any power-ups you collect he, d- he doesn't really get affected by any power-ups because i mean he can't be hit by anything but he puts them in his sack and at the end of the level those all turn into one-ups um yeah so he he is easiest mode <laughs> and then <laughs> above uh toadette it says uh i think easier it either says just easy or easier but uh yeah the uh power crowns which seem to be very they're all over the place but uh they kind of it's almost like funky mode from tropical freeze it it gives her almost like a lot of different power-ups all at once because you can like hover you can get an extra little jump so it's kind of like the uh what is it the squirrel suit uh yeah it's the raccoon suit it's not the tanuki suit it's like it's a like squirrel suit that was in this game that's from these like acorns Hmm. uh but yeah that's that feels good um but can you say that one more time please just for my amusement what the what suit squirrel suit no the other one the tanuki (laughs) thank you why just sounds funny the, tanuki the raccoon dog I, I think i think it's supposed to be tanuki but tanuki just sounds funny i don't know that's just how i've always said it but anyway yeah i've been enjoying that even though i i've played through those before so it's not much new and it's more mario uh in kind of a classic style D- do you do you ever get tired no um, but I've been. <laughs> but I'm just just like every year it's Mario, Mario, something new, something Mario. Like, do you ever just stop? And, they're all different. Did you ever just stop and think? I'm tired of this. There's not new Super Mario is different from like Mario Odyssey and like Mario Odyssey is different from Mario Tennis and Mario Tennis is different than Mario Party. <laughs> they're all different. I guess that's I guess that's true. I just thought I'd ask and see if you it, ever it, if you like ever I'm, get in a Mario rut. I mean, if they were releasing, like, a new Super Mario Bros. every year, but, I mean, this game, the last new one was on Wii U towards release of the Wii U, so it's been a while. And I I do think maybe smartness on Nintendo's side, uh, releasing a deluxe of this before we get, like, potentially a port of Mario Maker or a Mario Maker 2, which I would hope a Mario Maker 2, but... I really hope there's going to be a Mario Maker 2. Yeah, I um yeah, I think if they do one it would be compatible with all the levels of the original. At least that would be a smart move. I don't have faith 
it's hard to say because I, I I feel they could just use the base version of that. And, and I say this because when I look at Splatoon 2 and some of the other like other Nintendo games that have come out, like I even think of the Mario Tennis Aces that it's they're like half steps and used like even Smash Ultimate. It's it's like they recycled a lot of assets from before and yeah. put a fresh coat of paint on the whole thing and still called it a new game. And not to say it's they're not like, but they're like I said, more of a 1.5. Like Splatoon 2 is like a Splatoon 1.5 and not like a full. Yeah. Do you see that someone made like tools to make um Mario 64 levels? Yeah. Which is it's, weird. It's janky as hell, but it <laughs> seems kind of cool. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I would think maybe eventually we would have a Super Mario 3D Maker, which would be entirely different from That'd be pretty Mario good. Maker. Yeah. I, th- I think that would maybe be like a Su- Super Mario 3D World is probably and use a toolkit like that is how I would imagine it. But so, yeah, I've been I finished uh, the base game and I've finished some of uh, New Super Luigi U in that. But it's it's more of the same. Like it's it's a game yeah. we, I've already played and it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot new. And I, I checked out as many new features as I could see, um, which wasn't a whole lot. But uh, I wish power crowns were used on everybody. It'd be kind of fun. Be kind of like the Internet. Maybe you'd have some Bowsette. Maybe maybe some Bowsette. I don't think that's going to happen. So. No, it's not. It's not. It's, we we it's already never, we already we, shut we that already down last time. That. So that's uh, oh, and I checked out Animusha right before I came here. Um, the re not really a re. What is it? It's it's mostly just a port. Like they did uh touch it up and like made it 1080p and fixed up some of the textures, but it's not like a full rebuild. So it's I guess a remaster. That's disappointing because like why not? It's been such a long time. Like, why uh, not do a rebuild? I, I think this is to gauge uh interest for maybe a new Animusha or maybe even an Animusha reboot i don't uh, think that's something. a good way of gauging people's interest by i think it is eh. i bought it to support it it was cost me 16 bucks because i still am part of the game club at uh best buy even though that like doesn't exist but i have it till october please do share is Get it a uh, playstation exclusive um i'm not sure oh um, i don't think so gaming guru it doesn't know all things gaming then i got it on playstation i i I spoke to it last week on what it was released on i can't remember let me let me check no it's okay no i'm checking it's too late i'm checking you've already proved that you don't know everything i'm checking came out on ps4 xbox switch and pc okay i'm satisfied Yeah, i said that last week but i needed to hear it now but yeah it's that game it's a bit rough looking um which is because it was a ps2 game the Mouths don't move when you're in the actual game <laughs> and they talk. I'm just glad to see Samonosuke back. Are their hands just clubs that yeah, they wave around? Yeah, they're kind of fused <laughs> in some way. Ah, uh, the good old days. Yeah, they, I'm still excited to play through that, even though, like I said, it's real rough. I, I liked that franchise just as much as I like Devil May Cry. I it think was it's a labor the- of love for this for this release i mean it is i am a little upset that it is just the first game and not a pack of like one two and three but I, i'll take onimusha where i can get onimusha maybe they just want to do the rest later release them one at a time make more money i mean if we're being honest here only the first game was like truly good the other ones were okay um i liked the third one because it had gene reno in it or jean reno reno it's french <laughs> John. John. John Reno, Nevada. 
in Nevada. <laughs> yeah, he's uh but anyway that and he's basically he basically plays himself in that in the in the third game. It was just him playing him, how he is in all his fucking movies. Okay. You know, I'd be down for a last samurai one then too. <laughs> With Tom Cruise starring Tom Cruise. Gross. <laughs> I would not be down for that. No demon no, no time travel for Tom for tiny Tom. <laughs> so anything else you've been playing? That that's about it. That uh really wraps up what I've been touching on. Alright, well if that's all the games we've been playing this week, then we should take a quick break. We will come back with the news. <sighs> I'm gonna go pee. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the show. We're going to get right back into it, but first I wanted to mention once again that we are doing audio reviews of video games, and you can find those over on our website, litgamingarena.com, or you can find them on some of your favorite podcast apps. We are listed some places now. Uh, Just a reminder, this is a brand new feed, so we are waiting on some of the major guys to approve us, but we are currently on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Radio Republic, and Stitcher. These episodes will range anywhere from 20 minutes to about an hour, depending on how many of us played the game, and they will go more in-depth with how we discuss them in the visuals, story, sound, and gameplay categories, and we will assign a final score at the end of each review from each individual who is reviewing it. This week we have Gris on Wednesday, which I will actually be posting Tuesday night, the night before, so that it will be out for the full day Wednesday. And on Friday, we will be posting Celeste, which is the one-year anniversary of that game coming out. So it is going to be at least a little bit relevant. So be sure to check those out. They're going to be great. And secondly, we once again have a promo from our friends over at Realms and Nerds Podcast. They produce a great Dungeons and Dragons podcast. So I will play that and then we will return to the show. This is RJ, Ash, Ray, Brandon, Harrison, and Bronson. We host a Dungeons and Dragons podcast called Realms and Nerds. Some highlights of our show include wreaking havoc in every town we visit, blowing up hot tubs, killing off fan favorite characters, high necromancers, inappropriate wedding etiquette, and every now and then, actually good storytelling. Join us in the realms of Pridea for fun fantasy adventures every week. You can find us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or just about wherever you get podcasts. All right, and we're back with the news. So first we have Epic Game Store has now changed its refund policy to match Steam. And that's not about Fortnite. Yeah, well, wait for it. <laughs> but it's still but wait for Fortnite it. related. But wait for it. Um. Anyway, I can so, feel Marcus's rage. It's Fortnite. It's every week. the couch and I can't help that Fortnite is perpetually relevant. 
I told you never to say those words to me ever again. <laughs> so now their policy is now within 14 days of purchase and under two hours played, and you will now have unlimited refunds through Epic. So which that's the exact same policy as Steam. Uh, before, the process was submitting a ticket, and then you'd get a verification request, and you had to fill out a lot of ridiculous things, uh, including your public IP address, the date your Epic Games account was created, an invoice ID, your location, your account's display name, the final four numbers of the debit or credit card connected to your account, and the date of your last login. Half the people aren't going to know this yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's bullshit. So now it's... And, and then only then would your ticket be reviewed. Uh, so now it's a little... Now it's better. <laughs> so um, there, you still have to su- submit a ticket, but now they're working on a self-service solution and that's all i had for that i just they're they're out there trying to undercut steam in every way possible that they put the entire fortnite team to making the store yeah i'm not surprised so they're updating just as fast as fortnite (laughs) 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 new games every week is there a bubble and is it gonna pop I mean, I mean, the steam, the steam bubble burst. I think the steam bubble burst. That's what happens. <laughs> the, the steam bubble finally burst. There's too many shit tier games on Steam. I mean, more than that, there's too many shit tier services selling games. <laughs> it's true. Too many launchers. True. The next thing I had on this list is the uh, uh, the developer for Celeste dropped a some details about upcoming DLC for Celeste. Uh, more importantly, that. It will not come out on the anniversary of Celeste. Do you think it's Do you think it's D sides? I haven't even I haven't even found any C sides. You need to Are beat all C-sides? yes. You need to beat all the B sides to get C sides. Oh my god! I Is, like how you answered my question before I even like fully asked it. <laughs> yes, shut up. Yes, there are C sides, so there's going to be D sides. <sighs> give me the D. Give me the and D. That, give yeah, me the D balls. I want to get to those. I want to try them out, but. If I have to beat all the seasides, which I I only beat one level, the, I hear the, the seasides B-sides. are shorter but harder. Oh my god, I'm gonna, this game's gonna kill me. <laughs> Nobody's right, making that's, you that's play more of it. I shut up. I'm making myself. Play. My god, you got both of you. I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> Bowsette originator receives trophy from Pixiv and Nico Nico. What's this trophy look like? Is it a giant Bowser? Is it a power crown? Is it a Bowser or a power crown? Let's see. It said it was made out of glass. Let me find it in the article here. <laughs> yeah, it's just a... It's, it's just not like a very glass, hard to do these days. It's just like a glass obelisk prism looking thing. It, That's they sh- disappointing. They should have okay, made it wait, a crown. Bowser's cute. I'm just going to say that. She's cute. The idea of her is cute. Full customs. What <laughs> Nintendo invented Bowsette? Yeah, they invented Bowsette before this person did. <laughs> so why but then did they get took an award? Back. They took it back because they never released it. Yeah, it was in. They uh, confirmed no art for Odyssey. They 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 confirmed there's no Bowsette because they're jealous that someone else made Bowsette more popular than they did. I mean. They they don't want what they don't what happened with they, Bowser. They, they, they don't, don't want, want none of that. It's like that hit or miss chick. But yeah. their Bowser had red hair, like the real Bowser. Anyway. I think both's good. Both's good. Both both is fine. Uh, hot on the tails of CES, Asus now has announced a uh, graphics card that has a water cooler built in, including the radiator. Do you think people will gather around that and have cool conversations about the shows they watched? <laughs> 
and talk about no, their they're weekends. Just, they're just going to stare at the LEDs. <laughs> they're just going to stare at the, the the RGB LEDs. No, uh, every every um, graphics card before this, like it would have a water block, but you had to install the pipes and have the radiator mounted to another location. But now this is just a three slot graphics card that includes the water cooling block and the radiator, and it's just all in one thing. Um, kind of like Walmart. It's the Walmart of graphics cards. I'd say it's more like the Costco. It's the Costco of graphics cards. You heard it here first, cards. guys. Costco of graphics cards. Asus. Because it's like a bundle. It, the Asus. What is this? Uh, it's, uh, wow. Costco of it's graphics a, it's cards. A, it's a 2080. Wow. It's a 2080 Ti. Nice. Yep. Which is what you'll be saying when you're standing around it, talking about how yeah, your weekend was. Look at that. 2080 Ti. <laughs> yeah. I spent my life's fortune on it. Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, I'm thirsty. Do you think I can get Get some water out of it. <laughs> it's a water cooler. <laughs> oh, I thought you were actually saying you really were thirsty. I was going to give you a drink. I was going to say, you can have this because it's too sweet for me. I just took one drink out of it. There you go. Gross. Uh, so on top of the everybody suing everybody train, uh, Netflix is hit with a lawsuit over Bandersnatch. The company Choose Co., is suing them over the use of choose your own adventure because they have trademarked that phrase. Which did I, I um, didn't do Bandersnatch, but did they You still haven't seen it yet? Did they yeah. say a choose your own adventure at any point or Yeah, it's yeah. well it's it's in the like the title ish. Like they say choose your own adventure. I mean it's kind of obscure. Like I wouldn't think there would be much of a case, but apparently uh, whoever's going after them feels like there there is much of a case. I feel I this will just end up in like a, a choose your own adventure in a naming or branding sense will yeah. be too broad spectrum for them to do that. Yeah, but apparently they've been in negotiations with Chooseco for license since 2016, but they never actually gained permission to use it. Um, so Chooseco has filed a complaint against Netflix for $25 million in damages. Well, that's kind of shitty. They couldn't respond to them, but then they wait, but then the yeah. comes out and they're like oh wait yeah I like mean, the least they could have done was told them no in the first place and then they wouldn't have done it i wonder if they just pay the 25 million dollars and move on because that's like a drop in a bucket for netflix especially with them raising the price by like two dollars or whatever like an yeah. extra well, billion ha- dollars a year wouldn't they wouldn't they would have to make profits off of bandersnatch specifically they like, don't make would it have profits to come? off of anything <laughs> except for whatever brand deals they might be doing on the like in the shadow industry like they have to be making money in the shadow, but I mean, I would think many that subs- they would specifically be looking at the money that Bandersnatch made. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Be it's, taking from that, and then that would it. affect. I know they have ridiculous analytics within their own company, but I don't, they don't release any of that stuff. But I mean, like twenty five million dollars is nothing to them. They make a billion and a half a month. You do it and ask for forgiveness later. Uh, I mean, yeah, you do, that's you, probably not the best. That's what advice, a lot of that's what a lot of best advice everybody for does. everybody. That's what a lot of companies do these yeah. days. They just do it, and then if someone calls them on it, then they they pay them under the table and move on. Oopsie. I mean, Sorry. if you're a big enough company, you can get away with it. Yeah, especially Netflix. They're throwing around a lot of money these days. They released like 700 shows last year. Last year, how many of those 700 did you watch? All of them. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll tell you what, I watched a lot of the kids shows that got released. Every 700 weird like Scandinavian. No, no, they have. So I think this year they have like even more shows on the plate. Hopefully there will be better kids TV shows than the shit that I've been watching. If I have to watch Booba one more time, I'm gonna die. 
All right. In the middle of the 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 train of people suing everybody for everything, uh, the Pinker, Pinkertons are still around and they're suing over Red Dead Redemption 2. And also the uh, parent company of Rockstar is countersuing the Pinkertons for suing them. <laughs> Which this- I, wait, did, I, where were these guys at in the first game? Because weren't the Pinker the Pinkertons were still mentioned in the first game? I think they're just jealous that they're making all this money and they want to cut of the pie, just oh, like everybody Pinkerton. else. This reminds me of Lindsay Lowen suing, but that's Grand I Theft mean, Auto. Yeah, that even would, though it was clearly Kate Upton in that. That that would be like that. So Kate Upton, if you're listening, Sue Sue Rockstar. Kate Upton, big fan of the show. Um, Sue Rockstar. Does she have a British accent too? I don't know. No idea. <laughs> Nobody knows how she sounds. It's just Marcus, not, make up a voice. Not even Kate Upton knows how. <laughs> I can't make up a voice. J.K. Rowling was really here. So um, the Pinker- Pinkertons, now owned by Swedish security company Securitas AB and called Pinkerton Consulting and Investigations, sent the cease and desist order to take two last month asking for either a single payment or a royalty arrangement for Red Dead Redemption 2's use of the term Pinkerton throughout its story. It doesn't say how much they want, though. Y'all need to stop. Well, he roped yeah. me into this. So Rockstar's parent company sues Pinkerton over Red Dead Redemption 2 characters. Are you essentially saying that they're slapping these people for copyright by them having the same last name? Well, it's a like a detective firm. That's what it was. So Take-Two is now suing Pinkerton on the grounds of fair use and arguing that the name is another detail in Red Dead Redemption 2's immersive setting. Pinkerton lauded Rockstar's clear affection for the company, but stressed the studio was banking on the goodwill associated with the name and giving players a false impression that Pinkerton was involved with the title. In addition to the cease and desist, Pinkerton demanded that Take-Two either pay a lump sum out of court or agree to an ongoing royalties from sales. Uh, Take two countered with the argument that the use of Pinkerton name was protected under its First Amendment rights. The company also pointed out that Pinkerton has been used in plenty of other Western fiction, including TV series Deadwood, 2010's Bioshock Infinite, even the original Red Dead Redemption. Take two also accuses Pinkerton of trying to profit off the success of Red Dead Redemption 2. As Take two puts it, historical fiction, television, movies, plays, books, and games would suffer greatly if trademark claims like Pinkerton's could even possibly succeed. Pinkerton cannot use trademark law to own the past. I agree with them. It's just a bunch of finger pointing and crying. Yeah, but I mean, I'm on Rockstar's side here. Like, it's just, they obviously, like, see how much of a success Red Dead Redemption is and, oh, well, we want that money. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm on Rockstar's side as well, but why is this even a thing? I don't understand why everybody has to be so fucking petty. Yeah, at this point, I think, like, we almost need to have a segment for this week in lawsuits because (laughs) also after a lawsuit from Bethesda, the Westworld mobile game is shutting down. And again, we discussed it's the exact same fucking game with a different skin. That's just so. Yes, it good. I mean, it sucks that people worked on it, but I mean, how much did they really work on it? And for a future (laughs) prediction, do you suppose that Ubisoft will be in a lawsuit next week for the crap that they pulled this week? I have no idea. Okay, and last, at the bottom of the train for lawsuits this week, (laughs) Epic is being sued over yet another Fortnite dance. Orange Justice. (laughs) Did you say Orange Orange Justice? Yeah, that's how you say it. That's how you say it. That's how you you say it if you're PewDiePie. That's how it's Orange Justice. Uh, But it's his mom. His mom. Orange Justice's mom? His mom is suing. Mom Justice. 
So, yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm sure everybody at this point knows the story. There was a dance contest and this kid submitted and didn't win. But the Internet threw a fit and they put it in the game anyway. So it was like a win for the kid. But now he's being bullied online because that's the Internet and their mom's upset about it. So now she's suing Fortnite for her money and she's being represented by the same law firm as everybody else suing Fortnite for the dances. Yeah, Why are they're just they trying to the get kid? a big like, settlement. What do, they, what do they have because to say to the kid? Because every time someone becomes a meme, there's people that are on the kid's side, and then there's people that bully them. That's just like Star Wars kids. That's what? how the internet is. I mean, every single like, oh, your dance was so successful, got put in the game. Some you user. made nothing. You didn't even make a dime. Like, apparently, he had, to, he had to delete his social media and stuff. Like a lot of that happens to some people. Like it works out. Some people take it really well and they thrive with it. Like the the the, the Paul Flart, he thrived with it. And I think they're playing this up. He just wants a slice of that orange. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this one, obviously, there's like no legs to stand on because by entering the contest, he agreed that they could use this whether he won or not. So it's... They're just going to rebrand it Clementine Justice. <laughs> I just, I hope this... Tangerello Justice. <laughs> I mean, and then I wasn't really going to bring this up, but in, in the wake of all these lawsuits, the the floss and the Carlton has been removed from Forza. Just which, you remove all the dances from all yeah, the games. No more dancing. No more dancing, please. No more fun. For the love of God, no more dancing. Next, they're going to do Footloose because that was the whole plot of Footloose is that they tried to ban dancing. <laughs> the Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Bacon. We need Kevin Bacon to come save the day for Fortnite. That's really we call it, that's the that's the moral of the story. We call it the Baconator. This is <laughs> <laughs> We want to double is, down on is, getting sued. This is Bacon's <laughs> one time to shine and save the day again. Foot news. Okay, that's that's enough of lawsuit stuff. And Fortnite. Maybe. <laughs> oh my god. All right, next thing on the list. Kingdom Hearts 3's epilogue will be patched in after launch for obvious reasons. No. No what? That's not... Because they don't want people to data mine the leaks and release the game ending before the game comes out. So you have to download it after the game comes out. The ending better be something special. It's not going to be something special. It better special. be something I, real It's, it's going like to be a teaser it for seems like it's more Kingdom Hearts 4. It's, That's, worth, it's going to be... It'll be a teaser for Kingdom Hearts 4. You and mean 4.5. Yeah. That'd be like... That'd <laughs> and be it's like, going to come out in 2029. That'd be like with J.K. Rowling ripping out the last chapter of the final Harry Potter book. And you have to go into Barnes & Noble and prove that you read all of it. And then they give it to you. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> J.K. Rowling, you're, you have to you're, get, you're welcome you have if to, you want to make money off of that. J.K. Rowling, a uh, big fan of the show. Um <laughs> Whatever. No, <laughs> I think we're the epitome of everything that she hates. Just Indeed, saying. I do listen to the show, and it's good. Oh, hey, J.K. Rowling. I didn't yes. see you there. Oh, I've been listening since day one. Oh, that's oh, great. Justin, your voice really does it for me. Oh, I, well, I, unfortunately, I can't do a British accent, so, I mean, but can you find me some kind of, kind of role in your movie? You need to take the test first. <laughs> And put on this sorting hat, oh, and you'll sucks. be sorted into a house. That you sucks. can only enjoy read... the movies if you're a part of Pottermore. I haven't, I haven't read the books past book five. I... You're on house Dudu Cocker. <laughs> What's that the house for? What is that's that the, for? That's, that's the house elf house. Oh God, no! <laughs> you, you, you're you're the servant house. Give me a sock, please. <laughs> 
It's a sock with a turd in it with little pieces of peanuts sticking out. Here, catch! <laughs> catch these socks! Don't mind me. I'll show myself I'm out. I'm just here for okay. the news. It was, it was just pleasant, love the news. It was, it was pleasant chatting with you, JK. Uh, on your way now. JK, bye! <laughs> Alright, I'm back from the bathroom, guys. What? Marcus, you missed it. What? What? JK motherfucking Rowling was here and you missed it. Oh, man. I love JK Rowling. What's she write? Um, I don't know. Something about like a fucking wizard. Do you, how do you think they poop? Lord of the Rings. Do they? <laughs> so I got to. <clears throat> yeah, that's right. She's the author of Lord of the Rings. So I just wanted to read this snippet from Kotaku here. So this is their Square's list of like releasing their free game update release schedule. So Tuesday, January 29th, update 1.01, data fixes, memory archive, videos. The video archive option will be added to the game's title menu and can be viewed at any time. The memory archive is a digest of the Kingdom Hearts story in the series up to this point. Wednesday, January 30th, 30th epilogue video. Players will need to have completed Kingdom Hearts 3 and seen the ending to view this video. Thursday, January 31st, secret video. Players will need to have completed Kingdom Hearts 3 and seen the ending, as well as fulfilled certain criteria during play to view this video. The criteria will vary depending on the difficulty level selected. The epilogue... Uh, sounds like homework. The epilogue and secret movie are video content that will enhance players' enjoyment of the world of Kingdom Hearts. These pieces of downloadable content are additional elements for Kingdom Hearts 3. The main game allows players to proceed to and view the ending without the need for an internet connection. Uh, and then Kotaku goes on to say, It's a bummer for people who don't have a good internet connection and finish Kingdom Hearts 3 only to find that they don't understand the story. Oops. <laughs> but they can take comfort in the fact that those people who who do see the secret stuff will also finish Kingdom Hearts 3 only to find that they don't understand the story. Both are true. <laughs> I I love that. I, that I love that that last quote there. Don't worry, it's not confusing because they explained it. Good job. <laughs> um so crossplay in Rocket League, you can do it everywhere now. That's cool. This is good news. Uh, yeah, I mean obviously like I uh, for the year, uh, the beginning of the year, I wanted to do a segment where we talked about what we wanted to see uh, this year in video games, and we decided to go with uh, talking about like our favorite games from last year and what games we wanted to play in 2019, which is more not as abstract as I wanted to go in the first place, but that worked out better anyway. My thing was I wanted to see more uh, crossplay stuff in 2019, so this is good news for me. And you're getting your wish, because uh, Smite is also, now that it's coming to Switch, is joining the ranks. But it is cross-play for PC, Switch, and Xbox, and any uh, and according to their website, any other platforms willing <laughs> to join that. So no PS4. God fucking damn it, Sony. <laughs> I'm so just... They're the ones holding... And the way they announced the rocket league one was really shitty they're like oh yeah so uh rocket league is now part of the cross-platform early or beta program it's totally trying to swing it like it was their idea but they're they're the last ones to do I, it and i love sony but this is just so shitty yeah they, they need to just i want a future where any, anybody any game that comes out should just be cross-platform um but i haven't read too much too far into this but i i i have a freaking Rocket League account on every platform except for Switch now. 
I, I just hope E3 is them just being like, and the floodgates are open. We're yeah. not being assholes anymore. Yeah. Like I, but what I want is a psionics account and I want to like combine all my accounts into one because I have like different cosmetics on every single platform. <laughs> I know it's, it's kind of frustrating. Like, well, and us uh, on smite side, they're kind of, they have to do something about that too. Because yeah. there were cosmetics that were exclusive based on the platform. And so Epic's, the, are they own, now. Epic's the only one that did it right first. Did you have to have a Take-Two account or, or uh, Epic account? And you had to have an Epic account and all the stuff you buy is on your Epic account. I mean, that was still messy, but that was Sony's end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just, which I was glad with Fortnite, like, strong-arming that. Like, Epic being oh, able to strong-arm Sony into... I mean, this wall needs Epic to eventually strong <laughs> They're strong-arming the entire industry right now. Yeah, I mean, this whole thing, like... They're just strong-arming arm- Steam back into water. Well, it's just... I want everybody to be able to play together because it just... You get more matches popping. Yeah. You, it's good for everybody. No more fragmentation in 2019. All games should be able to be played together. All games are created equal. I mean, I, I'm curious to see with something like Smite or, uh, you know, even some other games because PC controls, like, in, in yeah. FPS games do give kind of well, an edge, but they're that's allowing what I like keyboard about, like, and mouse support. Yeah, and that's why I like about like what they're doing some games where they allow the keyboard in and mouse in the game but like if you're on the console like you have to opt in to match make with pc players so you kind of have to make that choice whether you want to be owned by a mouse and keyboard player and that's somewhat what i'm seeing and somewhat i think games that will have keyboard mouse support it should be able to detect if you're using a mouse and keyboard yeah, and then just automatically try and prioritize people with keyboard and mouse controls and same with controller yeah. controls should you know try and prioritize people with playing with controllers yeah that's i'm sure a lot of that stuff will be developed more the more the further we get into cross platform multiplayer stuff yeah, just it's it's good. It's good that it's finally happening. And I, I always figured. Yeah, something that I I talked with you about how Rocket League would probably be the second game right after Fortnite, but we yeah. never got a chance to ever <laughs> talk about that on the cast. But yeah, and that's something that we've just I've been wanting like forever. <laughs> yeah, and it's, just cross platform in general. That's something I've been wanting since the PlayStation Three and the 360 era. Well, back then Microsoft was the asshole. Yeah, yeah now Sony. Oh, we. We'll, we'll do it. Like, I get it. They're in a position of power. Yeah. It's, I get it. With their, like, 90 million units sold. Yeah, it, it's... Which, oh, that reminds me. One of my... Someone actually wrote up an analysis on PlayStation. Okay, so one of my friends on Facebook actually wrote this up. So if you're listening to this, hey, what's up? <laughs> um, Now for something nobody gives a shit about. <laughs> I'm beginning to wonder if people actually buy games for the PlayStation 4. According to Sony, the PlayStation 4 has sold over 90 million consoles. Holy shit, that's a ton. That makes it like the third best-selling console in the history of gaming. They must sell a shit ton of games. No, they fucking don't. The best-selling PlayStation 4 game right now is Spider-Man at a blazing 9 million. That's less than 10% attach rate for the best-selling game on the system. It just goes down from there, kids. Meanwhile, on the Nintendo Switch side of the universe, according to, N- to Nintendo, they have sold a little under 30 million Switch consoles. Their best-selling game, Super Mario Odyssey, which clocks in at over 12 million copies sold. Then Mario Kart 8 with just under 12 million copies sold. Then The Legend of Zelda with over 10 million copies sold. 
The PlayStation 4 has sold over three times the number of consoles the Switch than the Switch has, according to Sony, yet its best-selling game hasn't even cracked Nintendo's top three. Has the PlayStation 4 really sold 90 million com- consoles? Do people who buy the PlayStation 4 not play video games? What the fuck is going on? I think it's fair to say that the PlayStation 4 has been around for longer, so more people have had a time to buy it. Whereas the Switch hasn't been around as long, so not as many people have bought it. So I think that's... I mean, it still had like 12 million units sold, but I still don't think uh, those numbers are fully accurate. And I say that meaning Spider-Man has sold, what, you said 9 million? Yeah. Yeah, that's... uh, There's no way that's the best-selling game. That's probably the best-selling exclusive. Mm, Possibly, yeah. But there's no way that's the best-selling game. When you look at like Call of Duty numbers and whatnot, that easily games like call of duty or but don't people prefer call of duty on the xbox probably but i mean still call of duty sells like yeah. almost consistently in the 20 to 25 million and there's no way that's all xbox users yeah i mean on that subject the top games from uh in terms of sales for 2018 besides fortnite uh player unknown's battlegrounds uh made 1.028 billion fifa 18 sold or uh, made 790 million grand theft auto 5 628 million uh call of duty black ops 4 612 million and then red dead redemption 2 516 million seeing something like red dead was just flying off the shelves and there's no way that was like it was all pc sales (laughs) yeah the non-existent pc sales (laughs) and i mean there's going to be a zero for switch sales on that so i think this really just comes down to ips and like it's a no-brainer nintendo has stronger ips than sony does yeah sony doesn't have sony let a lot of its ips die or they're gone like sony doesn't own spyro anymore sony doesn't own crash anymore like their original mascot characters they don't even own anymore which like i said they let their ips die almost after a trilogy or so like even kratos for god of war was dormant for a number of years yeah and yeah they just they're never is broad spectrum and i think that because they don't necessarily the games they focus on now like a last of us or an uncharted or god of war are focused on selling to adults and you look at nintendo on the flip side they're definitely going for that everyone market or the casual gaming market which like those just are going to be better selling ips in general and i say this coming from a standpoint of movies because an r-rated movie never makes like any money compared to a like rated g or pg movie technically pg movies make like the most money overall obviously there are a few exceptions in that when you look at uh something like titanic or something but just overall pg movies make way more money than a rated r movie just because it's a broader audience that can see that yeah nowadays though it's all about that pg-13 that's the hot t- hot ticket. Yeah, that, that one's been growing, and especially amongst horror movies, because yeah. they, they find, oh, when we make it a rated R movie, we get a lower audience, but if we make yeah. it PG-13, we get that entire teen audience in yep. to see this movie, which are uh, cringy teenagers. A really lucrative amount, amount of people. Yeah, so it's... I think those numbers are, once again, maybe just talking IPs and the attach rate of IPs and not necessarily... And I would like to see Xbox's numbers on that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, percentile wise, Xbox might have a higher attach rate just because there's less 
Xbox Ones in circulation than That's PS4s. True. And sa- same with Switch. Like, the percentile of attach rate there is almost a third um, on Switch's side. Yeah. But once again, that will go down as time goes on. The more units are sold. Next, Valve outlines its plans for Steam in 2019, and they also posted a shitload of numbers. So Valve says Steam had 47 million daily active users, 90 million monthly active users, and a peak concurrent user count of 18.5 million. They also said they've gone through 113,290 reported posts, most of which were resolved in less than a day. I like how they have to point that out because of Valve time. Uh, This past year, its game review team processed 46,200 review requests. They've played 100 or 11,111 games or DLC and examined 17,448 store pages. And the company has churned through over 44 million help tickets. So it's a big improvement over the dark ages of Steam. They need to get those help ticket numbers down. Also, they outlined eight changes that it plans to ship this year, uh, which include store discoverability, including a new algorithmic recommendation engine, new broadcasting and curating features, a reworked Steam library based on tech that underlies the new version of Steam Chat, the launch of Steam China, a new event system, Steam TV support for all games, and a new Steam Chat mobile app. Oh, and an expanded Steam trust system for determining whether or not players are cheaters and an official Steam PC cafe program. And later on, we'll comment on which one of those is... uh which one they're actually going to make this year. Yeah, like... So we'll see if they do any of this. Um, they I obviously mean, have to do something because they are being they battered from every rolling. angle. Yeah, they got to they gotta get rolling on this. That or come out with Half-Life 3, am I right? Get out of here. <laughs> That's never going to come out. Yep, you heard it here first. This is where they decided to announce Half-Life 3. <laughs> right here, this podcast. Will- oh, coming through the door, we have Gabe Newell. <laughs> What? You smell like melted chocolate. <laughs> that was my surprise. <laughs> you you <laughs> smell like you've been sitting in a chair for eight years. Mm, yum. You smell like a dirty PC. The dust that you spray out of a PC. <laughs> That's a perfume. <laughs> <laughs> Musty PC for your soul. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Okay, a lead producer on Anthem has confirmed that every activity in the game will feature matchmaking. Good. So (laughs) So I look forward to the settings menu with matchmaking. I I (laughs) never know, Justin. You might get your wish. I saw that news clip and I was like, why is this newsworthy? So this presumably applies to strongholds, free play, missions, world events, and everything in between allowing for players who aren't readily matched up with friends to find other players to join with online. So they're trying to do the persistent online type thing where you discover other players instead of like you have to go to point A to try to find a group to go do something with. They just I don't like will that. have people pop in and out while you're playing the game I, wherever you are. I don't like that. That's what it sounds like to I me. don't mind that because, I mean, that's kind of... It makes it feel more populated. That was one thing that I liked about Destiny 1 when I first started playing. It was like having people just pop in random. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of cool. But then I got really bored of Destiny and stopped playing it. Yeah, it didn't. This, I'm excited to see what this is. But, you know, this this could go very, this could either be the coolest thing ever or 
or the worst be, thing yeah, ever. Yeah, the worst thing ever. Like, I mean, ta- coming from a person who didn't like Destiny, I still don't think I like Destiny. I just maybe I might like some of the newer stuff, but it's going to be a trudge to get me into that stuff because my memories of Destiny were just freaking bullet sponge bosses, and I hate bullet sponges. Hate them. They're I mean, the worst. Actually, that's kind of why I didn't get it super into Monster Hunter World, and not because, like, they're bullet spongy but they're like sword spongy like yeah same it, thing it's just just yeah when it when you're hitting them they're not really like reflecting that you're yeah. hitting them very much like here i'm just unloading all my ammo clips into this fucking thing that won't die and trying to fight off everything else and it's just this thing never is affected by any of my bullets that's and where i I'm, fell off borderlands like i'm running out of fucking bullets and <laughs> It's bullshit. When you get to the upper end in Borderlands and you're doing like millions, if not trillions of damage per headshot. Yeah. And, and it's still not They're enough. just, yeah. I'm like, this guy's just walking through all these headshots. And you're, <laughs> yeah. I never got, I did I explain how, did I say my Borderlands story? I don't think so. On this, on the podcast, um, playing the first Borderlands. I mean, I, I don't have friends. None of you are my friends. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm your wife, so I, I can understand. I'm not your friend. <laughs> um, so I don't Borderlands one was something special, but so be playing by myself it, already difficult enough. I mean, the game is meant to be played with people. And at one point I got to, I, I wasn't too far into the game, but I was just exploring around and I kind of made my way into like this, uh, I guess you could call it, I mean, technically it's a dungeon. An instance. Yeah. And so I'm going through and I'm fighting people and it's kind of hard because it's probably a little above my level. Um, I finally get, I mean, after fighting through tons and tons of guys and getting all the way to the final boss, which is like a giant baby thing. Um, right before that level, you, there was a bunch of crates with guns as, as per usual. It's Borderlands. Um, all of them were above my level. I couldn't pick up any of the guns so i had to go into the boss fight without grabbing any of those guns and i think i fought that boss fight like i don't know like 20 times at least and lost every single time i couldn't beat it with whatever whatever guns i had weren't making the cut so i had to go back and had to fight my way all the way back to get out and after that i just quit the game i was just like fuck this like you can't make you can't walk 10 feet without something spawning and you having to kill it. And I'm tired of this. It It is. I do think it's a testament to how strong co-op actually is. And I wouldn't even say like I played this couch co-op Um, actually kind of in a LAN party setting. I had a friend bring over his console and he just played on his right next to me on a separate screen. But uh, even a game that I think is kind of middling can be amazing just if experienced with the right person yeah like me by myself was not a good experience i mean and i will i mean yeah it was built for co-op so that's how the game is um so i didn't have a good time with it because i didn't play with anybody but then on the other side of that i'm i got borderlands 2 and i did play with some people but they had more time to play in the game and by the time i joined up with them they were like leagues ahead of me in levels so it was just like they were just carrying me through the game and that also wasn't very fun yeah i mean they're gonna be instructing you where to go what where to stand what to do and yeah and it's like my guns don't do anything theirs are doing all the damage so i'm just kind of like cool i'm just power leveled up yeah i'm just here for the ride i guess (laughs) yeah that that I see you had a very sour experience with those. And yeah. I have a special place in my heart for Borderlands 1. Borderlands 2, not so much, because it got too much, too repetitive. 
Is it too much dubstep? It was it was a decent amount of dubstep, you know. <laughs> Just the right amount of dubstep. So the soundtrack's pretty good for that. I, I'm more so too much claptrap. <laughs> Way too much claptrap. I want more claptrap. I don't know what you're talking about. No, you don't. <laughs> You you can't speak to this. Claptrap in Borderlands One was just the right amount of claptrap. Claptrap Borderlands Two, too much claptrap. <laughs> I mean, I was glad that he was a boss in some capacity, so you do get to kill him like quite literally. But yeah, all right. So I should probably move back onto the news. That was a little bit of a tangent on me hating on Borderlands for a little bit because I had a very bad experience with both Borderlands. <laughs> Um, so there's a list of potential Nintendo Switch online SNES games discovered. Uh, so I'll just cut to the chase here. So the list here is Breath of Fire 2, Contra 3, The Alien Wars, Demon's Crest, F-Zero, Kirby Superstar, Kirby's Dream Course, Kirby's Dreamland 3, Pilot Wings, Poppin' Twin B, Star Fox, Star Fox 2, Stunt Race FX, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, Super Mario All-Stars, Super Mario Kart, Super Mario World, Super Metroid, Super Punch-Out, Super Soccer, The Legend of the Mystical Ninja, The Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past, and Yoshi's Island. And you're excited for Yoshi's Island out of all that? Uh, actually, I'm excited for Pilot Wings. God, I was going to say Pilot Wings. I'm not good at reading your mind. <laughs> that was my first choice. I actually liked Pilot Wings. As much as that game's impossible? Yeah. Is I, I, mean, I imagine I like a like a like a ten year old me trying to play that. Game. As a kid, I thought I beat the game. Ends up I beat the training, <laughs> and then you start the real game. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like the training is already impossible. Yeah, yeah. I'm also kind of uh, also looking forward to the Mario All Stars, which wasn't that in the data mine. Like it's in Italian and Japanese only. That there's not the English version. But actually, I'm not sure. I mean, it'll get. I'm, it, I mean, none of that stuff's like concrete yet, so just speculation from data mining. But I mean, us SNES games on there, like yeah, little online service makes like a no-brainer. Yeah. And I know there was, I mean, another two sections that were kind of misnomers, like nobody knows what they are, but I have yeah. to assume they're Game Boy games and Game Boy Advance games. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's to me, I just, I mean, I feel like I saw this coming a million miles away, especially after they started going after ROM sites. Yeah, and I mean... Why, I mean, obviously, they, why would they do that if they didn't feel like they were going to make money? I mean, and having NES, like, NES games on there, that's kind of weak, library-wise. Not, like, I like a lot of NES games, and it's... I mean, they don't hold up unless you've actually played them before and want to go back and play them again. And I, I like all the tweaks they made, like the whole passing off the controller thing and like the clapping you can do to like yeah. distract other people. But it's like, like I said, I, I, I think NES games are kind of weak by comparison, especially to SNES games. And like if they add GBA games, like that's I, you can't really get GBA games in any other capacity, really. Yeah. Uh, Sony is developing a movie based off of Just Dance, the video game. I thought they already did that in the Emoji movie. <laughs> I mean, all of those movies, there are basically that. I don't know. I don't know if it says there's any type of story here, but I just imagine it's just a reason. It's... It would be like that one Step Up movie. What, what's it called? Step, 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 step off. I don't know. Step step it up. Whatever that, it was, maybe it is step it what, up. What is what are you what are you talking about? Where they have the dance off. There's a lot of there's yeah. a lot of movies like that. I don't know. I just feel like it's just gonna be another it's just another reason to 
throw a bunch of popular pop songs into a movie and sell a soundtrack that makes a lot of money. I would rather they do that in a really nice animated movie because I like it when they do that in an animated movie. Well, <laughs> like a strange I mean, magic. I feel like this will, I would prefer another strange magic. I feel like this will be like the like half animated like the way that the dances are in the game. Oh, okay. Well, you got me sold. Well, you heard it here first. It's like, Just it's, crap is coming out. It's like it's it's people, but it's not because it's like rotoscoped and everything to look animated. I don't know. I'm I'm not on board. Will I get Morgan Freeman to voice a turd in this one? <laughs> yeah. I always say I'm not on board for these movies, especially when it's the pop music generated. But then I end up secretly loving them, so I'll I probably just, just go them. see it. I this hate time. trolls. I want trolls to die. I, I hate that. This movie. will be the one Jordan Peele signs on for. <laughs> oh God! Like these, they're so, and it will bomb terribly. And Jordan Peele will cry. It's a nine. It's a ninety-minute music video. That's all they are. Yes. So listen to the music. No, because there's a story in Trolls. Okay. And not only and that, they colorful. alter the music to make it shittier. All right, guys, this is not the troll cast. <laughs> this is the Just Dance. I news hope that sequence. Just Dance will be just as good because I liked Trolls. I like Strange Magic. I just I fail. welcome Just Dance, the movie, and I hope it's good. I hope they Fuck lose their ass on this movie. Fuck you both. I hope somebody sues them for using Orange Justice. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. How come Just Dance isn't getting sued? Because we didn't call our dance the Carlton. (laughs) All right. 10 Cloverfield Lanes director signs on for Uncharted movie. Sounds promising. So this movie that's been in... Development hell. Development hell just like the Halo movie has. Um, Maybe for less time than the Halo movie has, but... Yeah. And now has a director. Maybe. Until he Sean Levy. Pulling out, wait, no, no, wait. I'll tell Never you. Never mind. Though. Sean Levy pulled out of the production. I'll tell you, Time now, Cloverfield Lane is dope. Dan Tra- good movie. Trachtenberg. Trachtenberg? Trachtenberg. Clover Paradox, though. That was terrible. But uh, yeah, he's going to be directing this movie if he doesn't pull out like everybody else keeps pulling out. What a slut. I don't know. I, like, obviously, it's a movie that can work well because the. I, I don't know. The games are very cinematic. So yeah. I mean, I don't understand translate. why they were so hot to trot to do a Tomb Raider game, but they're having a problem with... Maybe it's because Tomb Raider didn't do very well. I'm not sure. Maybe that's I why. I think the Tomb Raiders the did one, not do super great in the I box office. I think the office. first one did pretty good because they had enough ambition to do a yeah, second one. Yeah, I think one. the first one did decent, I guess. I I've, I enjoyed those movies. Yeah, they're nice. They're fun. It's no, um, it's no national treasure, but... It's no Mario <laughs> Brothers. Not stealing the Decla- Declaration of Independence. I hope you're not being sarcastic, because I love that movie. <laughs> I no, love I'm, every movie we talked about tonight. I mean, I I don't like National Treasure that much. I just love Nicolas Cage. I'm a big Nick Cage fan. <sighs> not because he's segment. a meme? No, not because he's a meme. Those memes are gross. That helps. <laughs> it helps you like him more. Next. Next, next news. It's going to get caged. I liked the caging thing, but it started getting weird after that. I always wanted Johnny Cage from Mortal Kombat played by Nick Cage. Do you ever see like the subreddit? Yeah. Like One One True True God. God. That made me not like the Nick Cage meme stuff because everyone's like, oh, he's a god. It's it's like, you guys are shitty. You ruined this meme. Did we talk about Mortal Kombat? Not yet. In other Steam news, they delivered 15 billion gigabytes of data in 2018. That's a lot of that's a lot of GBs. Beavis and Butthead would say that's not really a lot. 
<laughs> Why Beavis and Butthead? <laughs> in the in the Beavis and Butthead movie when they go to the Hoover Dam and the guy's like delivers like a trillion gallons of water and they're like that's not really a lot. <laughs> uh, Talk yet- about a blast from the past. <laughs> Uh, yet another video game streaming service is coming. Eh, yeah, we eh. want, we want another one of those. According to The Verge, Verizon is launching a game streaming service called Verizon Gaming. I don't like it. I just because it's Verizon, I hate it. Do you yeah. think that's where all that uh, Tumblr money went? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> no. We had to melt all the porn down to make a game service. So the platform is reportedly already being alpha tested with the NVIDIA Shield device. In the future, it will be rolled out for Android smartphones. According to the report, it will support an Xbox One controller paired wirelessly with the Shield or Android device, apparently. More than 135 games are currently up and running with the current uh, testing phase, including Fortnite, Red Dead Redemption 2, God of War, Battlefield 5, and many others. The current testing period is focused on making the experience as smooth as possible. So this is like you're on live. RIP on live. <laughs> they were like way ahead of their time. Yeah, they were the Dreamcast of this. Yeah, like they started it and made it a real thing and everybody shat all over them and look who else is jumping on board now. Yeah, I mean, the tech back then was, like, cool, but it yeah. was just... Pioneering. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I actually have the online console downstairs still. V- victims. Just victims of... Sitting in my pile of shitty consoles with, with the, your Ouya. Yeah, my Ouya. Gross. And my, <laughs> my PlayStation 4. It's literally just a pile of garbage that he squats on a at PS4. night. A PS4? Like the king, like the king dragon of garbage. You put a PS4 next to an Ouya? It's somewhere Stop. near there. Gross. Only because I don't have anywhere else to put it. How dare you? <laughs> I already have one. I don't have two TVs, okay? Not yet. Um, more Valve news, actually. Uh, Artifact is running out of players. Ninety. They lost 97% of their players over the first month. And I'm guilty. Guilty. I haven't gone back. You, you're I one of to. them. I, I like the game. I need to go back, but it's... It's too late now. It's already dead. It, it doesn't help that there was a lot of good games launching, like, now, yeah. in December and now, like... So, <laughs> this is, this is seriously, it's, like, the most, like, I feel so bad for the team that made the game, because this is really depressing. Uh, November 28th, when it released, it had 60,740 concurrent players that day. Um, Let's see, when was this posted? Uh, two days ago, their uh, concurrent players dipped just below 1,500. I thought you were just going to say 15. I thought you're Still, <laughs> we're, that's... We're in the two digits. No. That's less than... That's less than Rocket League. Yeah, that's not good. Like, Rocket League, I think, right now is hovering around 10,000 these days. Still a far cry from their, like, 50 to 80,000. I mean, Fortnite kind of just killed them, but they're still going strong. They'll dump money into this until it's successful. <laughs> yeah, they still... I mean, Valve still has money. They still have Dota 2, which is making a shitload, I think. Maybe. I don't know anymore. (laughs) Uh, I'm not up on my Dota 2 stuff. It's doing well enough, silently churning in the background. EA cancels open world Star Wars game. But Uh, then they said, oh, no, we're dedicated to Star Wars games. It's a tragedy. I mean, how many Star Wars games have been canceled at this point? All of them. (laughs) Like... 
Disney needs to just pull the plug and like switch. They're gonna let else. Kingdom Hearts try at it first, and then they're gonna see what happens I mean, there. This is like just a nightmare. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I really wish they would do to Star Wars what Warhammer did and just make it like an open IP. So anybody can make a game for it or whatever they want for it. Yeah. Uh, like that'll ever happen. I mean, it won't because Disney's so protective of their IP, but I just wish they would because like there's Warhammer everything coming. Like, yeah, I swear there's a new Warhammer game or something every like day. <laughs> <laughs> every hour there's a new Warhammer game coming out. I mean, it's only helped them, but of course they, I think, needed that more than disney would for the star wars ip disney's just gonna use that money to wipe their butts and then move on i just think of all the cool fantastical stuff that could be made within like using the star wars ip that obviously will never happen but i can dream yeah so after after fiction about it no (laughs) (laughs) after this story kind of broke yesterday or the day before maybe uh, they sent over uh, EA sent a statement out to the press. Basically, there's been speculation overnight about one of our Star Wars projects as a natural part of the creative process. The great work by our team in Vancouver continues and will evolve into future Star Wars content and games. We're fully committed to making more Star Wars games. We're very excited about Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order from Respawn and we'll share more about our new projects when the time is right. So, I mean, it still sounds like that game is canceled and they're working on other games. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is just... It's EA. I just... I have I'm no just, faith in them. EA needs to get a swift punch in the face these days. I hope the game Respawn's working on is good, but it's like I actually really am upset that Respawn got picked up by EA. All right, I was wondering your I was wondering your thoughts on this one. Um, seemed, it seemed interesting to me about the Nintendo Switch. So uh, VLC media player is being considered for the Nintendo Switch. Um, I mean, obviously we know that the Switch didn't ship with any sort of media player. I was just wondering, like, how do you... Is there a, do you see a value in a media player on the Switch these days? I don't right now, but who knows going forward. I mean, it might be kind of cool if, like... I mean, it's weird that Netflix isn't on there even, but... A portable version of Netflix might be cool, and I mean, VLC is like by far the best media player. Yeah, see, I, I mean, me, I mean, obviously, I don't have a Switch, but like, if I were to, like, I almost think that I would still. I mean, obviously, the the Switch has a bigger screen. But I mean, like, I have a decent phone with a really nice screen on it. I would probably just watch something on my phone over a Switch. I mean, I agree. If I just I think uh, options. Just give people options. I, I think that's all this is doing. I just hope that it's not like wasted time for them if they were to do this. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I would think they would only be doing if it, it if it's not that hard to do. Maybe somebody on their team at VLC was like, so they're just saying, doing it for fun in the background. They're saying the overall aim is to offer more support and bring VLC to more platforms. I mean, obviously, VLC is already on the Xbox One. Um, but, I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff. I mean, you can get Cody on the Xbox One now. I mean, there's a lot of weird, like, the Xbox One's becoming more and more like a PC every day. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's just a PC with an Xbox skin these days. I mean, with the Universal Windows 10 apps, you can install all sorts of crazy stuff. Yeah, just, I mean, VLC is great, 
but I just, I don't know, a media player on any console, like a media player of that caliber on any console just seems kind of wasted, but who knows? Somebody out there is going to use it. So last week we talked about Unity and Improbable and um, Epic. Um, there's that whole story where Improbable was using Unity in the way that they didn't like so much so they changed the terms of service and basically pulled the plug on their license and within a week they changed their terms of service back again and explicitly allows developers to use any third-party services they want and so i mean they there's a big kind of backlash over that and i mean they were gonna get crushed from people switching to unreal with that fun that epic and improbable started so they probably saw some bad writing on the wall and decided that they had to switch back yeah i mean we called this last week yeah that they would have to do this so yeah i i mean it was either you change or get absolutely crushed by the unreal engine and the, and they're already i feel losing that battle yeah some people still still aren't happy with them so i think there's still going to be a lot of people changing over to unreal or some other engine. I mean, obviously the two big ones they use these days is Unity or Unreal because they're Unreal is cheap now. So unrealistically cheap. <laughs> yeah. So the Unity guys, like they basically said that we feel we were right to have terminated their license for the TOS violation. We were hoping for an open and honest discussion with them on these issues, but we're not able to get a good discussion. Separately, we heard from our community on our TOS and made changes that reflect the way we feel is right. Aside from improbable, we ne we've never terminated license for a service provider. It would not have in this instant had they been more open with us. I feel like the what I read last week was that like it was going the other way where Unity wasn't talking to them. <laughs> and I believe that it's like they're using language to paint themselves as the good guy. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm it just feels like they it's a situation where they're just sorry they got caught for being shitty. <laughs> God, it's it's so hard to escape news about Epic and their game store. It's just they dominate so much. Uh, influence, the new hotness. Influence, influencers are one of the main discovery engines on the Epic game store. Uh, so the Epic game store's director of publish, publishing strategy and Steam spy creator, Sir Sergey Galionkin. Galionkin? Uh, posted some clarifications on Twitter in regards to role of influencers on the store. Um, so basically, he figures that 20% is what he would expect an indie developer to spend on influencers. And then for a bigger game, uh, or it would be like a 5% is how much they think that how much money should be going towards influencers for these games. I, I don't like influencers. <laughs> I, I don't yeah. like them. Um, so our goal is in his tweets. He we says, all know the biggest influencer out there right now is an egg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, uh, the incredible edible egg. Yeah. Uh, our goal is to empower smaller devs to have the same access to creators that only big publishers right now can afford. It's not any way mandatory. We're just leveling the playing field, giving devs the tools. On the other hand, it's also it also levels the playing field for mid-sized and small creators. We found that return on investment on small and mid-sized creators is actually better when running promotional campaigns, but there are so many of them, most devs can't manage that. We'll give them the tools. 
And so basically that sounds like they're going to make a way they're making a way for people to go and when they buy a game, they can have like enter a coupon code that an influencer would give them many the same way that a podcast has advertisements and you go to a website and enter whatever code and it gives them a discount. Um, but it sounds like anybody with a certain amount of followers can join this program and basically have coupon codes to give out to people. I literally died inside. <laughs> I've been dead. Just, just, I died like two conversations ago. Influencers. The way the referral program it's works exhausting. is that influencers will only make money by referring people to the game. If they say it's awful, their audience isn't likely to buy the game and they're not going to get paid. So and it's it can. I don't know. I'm I don't know. Advertising's gotten out of hand. It's certainly nuts i sponsorship advertising influencers all of it's just out of hand uh and we would like to talk about dr thunder <laughs> not this week man <laughs> not this week he already spent all of his energy on the jk like, rowling bit <laughs> just, you can't bring my lord and savior into this conversation he's a tired boy he's untouchable <laughs> new sea of thieves update has you reinstall the entire game because the new and install an entirely new game that isn't Sea of Thieves, <laughs> so you can install something that you actually enjoy for once. <laughs> uh, but basically, the game is people complain that the game takes up too much space, and now this update makes it so it doesn't take up so much space, but it requires you to reinstall it. So rest in peace, people with data caps. <sighs> Next. <laughs> Wait, um, so for the PC version of the game, it shrinks it from 47 gigabytes to 27 gigabytes. Well, what the hell Are we happened? just playing? Are yeah. we just playing Upset Marcus That's now? That's a lot. Uh, and then the Xbox version, it goes from 35 to 10, and then the Xbox One X goes from 47 to 25. So I don't... How are they shrinking it by this much? Why was it so big in the first place? They So they found a hyperdrive, and they connected it to the Xbox game servers, and it 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 compressed the file size so that when you download it it's smaller black holes yeah black holes is the it's quantum computing it's quantum mechanics it's quantum physics <laughs> it's um you just put quantum in front of every anything and it makes it sound smart it's valve time it's quantum gaming quantum valve the quantum box that's the next xbox <laughs> the quantum the quantum xbox <laughs> xbox quantum Mm, I think you're onto something. Hey, uh, Phil Spencer, if you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> he'll got, change it because we got a name we, for you. We caught on. We have going to have to change it. So many good ideas on this podcast. Everybody no, we don't. They're all good <laughs> ideas. Every yes. every idea is good. Uh, no, I think every idea is shit. <laughs> you're shit. <laughs> uh, okay, Mortal Kombat. About 11. fucking time! My the God, the one thing Marcus wanted. He was he was. He, he was fiddling with himself over there waiting to talk about this game. Oh, my. Fuck this shit. I'm out. <laughs> uh-huh. So tell us about, since you had more time to look at this and you're the big... Ronda Rousey is Sonya Blade. Yeah. I think it's a good fit. That's cool. I like that. Um, But no, uh, Nick Cage is not uh, Johnny Cage. <laughs> uh, that, that didn't Someday happen. Someday you'll get it. Um, but no, uh, Scarlet is back from Mortal Kombat 9. I, I guess she's been in high demand. I never got to play as her because I didn't have the DLC for Mortal Kombat 9. But uh, people were hyped. She looks cool. I mean, more so I like the revamps they made to this game. 
because it looks like they attached uh gauges to like certain blocking like guard specials and like move specials so you won't be able to spam like your special moves so that's nice for obviously online play i think it'll make people switch up how they play and they changed how the uh well they used to be x-ray attacks i think they have a different name now they made those a little different that you need to be in critical to do them and they do take down a third of the other player's life but you you need to be have low health and it does burn some of your meter but then it's nice because if you do miss it's not like a one shot like thing you can if you if you miss you can kind of build up your gauge again and try again uh so i i don't know this looks real good and it, i still don't know how the hell they're putting this on switch but we'll we'll see what that <laughs> version looks like it's it'll be 2d yeah, and they, they announced and showed some new characters. I mean, they showed off Dark Raiden a bit. They showed off Scorpion, and this has kind of stuff like uh, like Injustice had. So it has all the older variants of the characters, and you can edit like parts on them, like Scorpion's mask. You can edit his spear. You can edit his katana to be like different in-game items you have. So obviously that'll vary how people look online even if they're all playing the same character which i find that pretty cool uh that not interesting to you it's like mortal kombat like i've like i've said before i i'm not a they added fighting this, game a person. sandman they, i'm happy that you're happy they Marcus. added a that's sandman what, that's what matters is why, that you're happy the you fatalities us, look great why don't you tell us about that special edition there was there were a collector's edition uh, that came with the scorpion mask and like a cowl. I don't know if it was wearable, but it was like a full size, like human looked, head size. And it, it looked, looked really so cool. good. But it was uh, $300 and uh, at least the PS4 version sold out Ooh. and it was only available at GameStop. Oh, it looked pretty cool. But sucks. yeah, it does kind of suck, but uh, whatever, throw them a bone, I guess. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm yeah. probably not picking that up, but it looked so cool. Um, I, I would have gladly have bought that. If yeah. it wasn't three hundred dollars, <laughs> that's a lot. That is a lot of money. Yeah, that for it, a game. It was actually made of gold too. I mean, I mean people uh, have spent more on free to play games, so I didn't really check, but I'm assuming the version you get comes with the season pass and all the bells and whistles, which it yeah. looks like they're selling that version for a hundred bucks. Which I mean, season passes be like forty bucks now. It seems like yeah, uh, for at least real big games, that seems to be the average. So it, I mean, that means the extra pack-ins would be like $200, which I, I don't know if that's reasonable by any means because I don't, I don't know the build of this thing, but it looked pretty cool like when it was on stage. Maybe this is a uh, Fallout switcheroonie that they show a cool one on stage and then they have a shitty build one when You're it's You're just going to get released. one that's like from a Walmart package. <laughs> yeah, like just the cheapest plastics and everything, but the one they had on stage looked really, really cool. So yeah, I mean some characters i still hate that shao khan is a pre-order bonus like they'll probably sell yeah. him separate but i'm like he i mean that's like sense. that's my boy he's a dick <laughs> i mean they did goro last time around he was a pre-order bonus they sold him separately as well but it was like go I don't, goro of all the freaking characters i don't understand that like why don't they make 
a new character and then have that be the DLC bonus? Why? Because nobody's gonna want new character. <laughs> Why are you taking nobody like, knows their characters character. and out and making you have to pay for them for DLC? Are you excited that Frost is gonna be in the game? Uh, me? Am I gonna be? In yeah. The game? Are you excited <laughs> that Frost is gonna be in the game? <laughs> Frost course. is gonna be back. I'm gonna I'm gonna own it. Sc- Scarlet's back. I'm gonna get in there and. Baraka is Elbow. back. I, I I hope Baraicho is back. I don't. Uh, he's got a lot of hate. He's gonna puke everywhere. That's good. I remember that move. I I vaguely remember Mortal Kombat days. I'm hype. This game can't get here fast enough. I'm trying to be here for you and support you in your <laughs> hype, but there's only so much I can do. It's, it's sad that I have to wait. It looked really really cool. Shh, no more tears. It'll be okay. So I can play it for a weekend and then never play it again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure you'll play it. Is that it for? Yeah, that's about it. I mean, they, they showed some new characters. I think uh, it's not Garrus, but it's like Garrus, mm. something along those lines. But some... he, he's a Sandman and he can like stop that time. That sexy Turian? <laughs> is that what you're talking about? Hey, get, get out of here. <laughs> Mass Effect's dead right no, now. <laughs> this isn't uh, this isn't Killer Instinct where they have the Arbiter and like a battle <laughs> This isn't uh I mean I would kill to have a Killer Instinct Mortal Kombat cross game would be the coolest thing ever made but that'll never happen. Unless Ed Boone you're listening. <laughs> no. <laughs> if you're listening to this. So Netflix talks about competing with Fortnite. Competing with Fail Night. Having increased its numbers of subscribers and overall revenue for the latest quarter Netflix is doing quite well as of late. But now the company says it could have done even better if it weren't for a little game called Fortnite. <laughs> I make it sound so I cute. I personally disagree since people are probably playing Fortnite on their phone while watching Netflix. But. <laughs> this is, what? Yeah, what? and someone, uh, Amazon Studios former head of head of strategy Matthew Ball said basically that like um, he shared how he probably would have finished a new season of Narcos were it not for all the time he spent playing Fortnite. Look at your life; you can probably remember. A time when your latest obsession, be it a video game or anything else, impacted how much time you spent with another activity. Oh, God. So, But yeah, Netflix is basically saying that they're competing for time. Time oh. is a finite resource. There's only so much time that you can watch Netflix if you're spending too much time playing Fortnite. We, we have reached the Wally end times. Yep. It's yeah. We're in the darkest timeline now. Definitely. This is the absolute blackest timeline i i try to steer away from doomsday talk so welcome to Fortnite. i love you <laughs> welcome to the darkest timeline but yeah they're they basically are saying that Fortnite is a bigger is bigger competition than hbo or hulu which is like a a big stab at hulu especially i think <laughs> like we don't even consider you a competition but that Fortnite, holy you're shit. not even <laughs> get Fortnite, on our level bro Fortnite's bigger than your shitty streaming service and you know fuck hulu they suck I hey hulu has better cartoons than netflix does yeah because they're they're ringing netflix for everything they have they won't they won't sign deals like hulu is ran by the big studios that have tv in lockdown they so they're they're like ah oh, yeah we're are not you gonna... saying they're disney mm, they're nbc <laughs> they're kind of disney yeah <laughs> but i mean disney basically owns most of hulu now doesn't it yeah um, maybe that will be the disney. new disney streaming is it no it's just not do something with <sighs> they said it they said it wasn't yeah no Whoa. disney's still doing yeah disney said they are doing they're, they're doing their thing. own but yeah no like they're these other guys see the popularity of netflix and they they just 
once once pop once Netflix got super popular, now they're like, well, we can make our own money, so we're not gonna renew those contracts, and we're gonna put it on our own service and just squeeze all the money out of Netflix until until they're gone. And mm, that's when Netflix yummy. that's when Netflix basically said, well, fuck you, we're gonna make our own content, and now we're uh, post twenty eighteen where they've released over seven hundred shows in a year, so. I want Disney to hurry up with their own streaming thing because I I'm, fuck Disney. <laughs> hey, I'm really curious to see what they're gonna do. They're gonna bring That's a Raven back. <laughs> like we're 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 in this timeline again. They bring up the darkest time. We're in this this this. Are time. we in the Doom timeline? We're we're in this timeline. Where's Doom guy? <laughs> where people were getting upset at cable and having all these channels they don't want to watch bundled and they just wanted to watch their certain networks and be limited and pay a little bit less and then netflix came along and it you they had tons of shows and you could pay just a little bit to watch them and people started canceling cable but now all the shows are leaving netflix because all these other studios want to start their own services and now you're back to paying a whole bunch of money for all these different services to watch all the stuff you want to watch and netflix is upping its price by two dollars and people are upset which is ridiculous to me i mean netflix is so cheap for how much content is on it realistically yes and i but i don't think i think two dollars was a bit much all at once they should have done a dollar this year and a dollar next year but who knows they might slap us with more next year dude i would pay 20 bucks a month for netflix for how much i think they have on there I think that's pushing it. I think that's where they would see people drop subscriptions if they push the twenty dollar barrier. I we but have I mean, no that, that, choice in this household but to pay to foot the bill to pay for Netflix. But I mean, at that point, twenty bucks, then they'd be making that much more money with how many subscribers they have, and then be able to make even more and even that bigger much shows. That's when content. I would expect season three of Sense Eight. If they're gonna make it twenty dollars, I I want Sense Eight in, in my mouth. <laughs> We're gonna produce content that was worse than ever before. Shut your her mouth over there. I mean, we we use the shotgun method. We produce seven hundred things, and hopefully one of them's good. I've enjoyed more Netflix content than most other content in twenty eighteen. And how much of it was Marvel stuff? No, <laughs> none of it. No, yeah, I didn't watch any of those Marvel shows actually. No, well, some people's disappointment here is greater than others. <laughs> I I don't know. I you just had altered carbon. I've, you had l- l- lost in space. You had. I really like that lost in space. Oh, geez, name something good for once. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I did like our altered carbon. Altered carbon. Violet that Evergarden. Was really that was really good. Ugh. Shut up. I wanted to watch something crappy. I would watch that. all the Black Mirror stuff. I love. It's one of my favorite series. Okay, my issue with Violet Evergarden is it's basically a uh, Full Metal Panic. It's basically a Full Metal Alchemist fan fiction no, in my no, head. It isn't. That, <laughs> yes, <no>. it is. <laughs> yes. No. Yes. I thought it was cute. Shut up. It, it could be cute all at once. It's just Full Metal Panic. I, I kind of hate myself for bringing up Fortnite this much. <sighs> Fortnite V-Bucks are being used for money laundering claims security firm uh some criminal enterprises may be using fortnite's virtual currency to launder money 
uh, this uh, security oh, so firm found evidence of criminals purchasing V-Bucks no. in bulk using stolen credit cards, then selling the V-Bucks to players at a discounting rate to turn it into clean money. Most of these V-Bucks transactions reportedly occur on the dark web. Yeah, Marcus, is this just Marcus. people shifting from Clash of Clans? If we, yep. if we just ignore it, maybe he won't talk about it anymore. I mean, it's news. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's I, as kind much of a as I hate deal. Fortnite stuff, <laughs> it is news. <laughs> it's, uh, Fortnite items grossed more than two hundred fifty thousand dollars on eBay over a sixty-day period last year. But yeah, that's I know, it's kind of funny thinking of V Bucks being used as money laundering. I mean, that was like I said, the Clash of Clans thing was just as weird, and that they shifted markets to a bigger market. Shark carts. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey director apologizes for forcing characters into a traditional marriage. Yeah, this was a pretty shitty thing to do after the whole they had choice and then they stri- and stripped then they, it from people. Yeah, and that's in the like after you download the DLC and you continue the story in the DLC, then it's just like, oh yeah, so fuck your decision. I don't. I, I hate to be one of those people that jumps on the complaint train about it, but also why then they had to apologize and say they didn't really mean it and everybody had to explain why their feelings got hurt (laughs) yeah everybody had to have a roundtable discussion they had to promise each other that they would treat and love each other better in the future i mean in sexuality is is an open experience in ubi's defense the giving players choice was kind of a mistake based on how they built the game out because they you have there has to be a descendant in some way for the animus to work that's true but you can have a straight relationship in that game and it could have been you know from one of those relationships and it didn't really matter i don't understand why the relationship thing matters anyway because it wasn't as in-depth as I think people were hoping it would be. Oh, it it was just like it was just like a fade out. Oh, they're doing something naughty with each other. Kind of like let your imagination run rampant. There was only one sexual encounter in that game that I actually enjoyed. The there one with the goat, obviously. I, there was a few I enjoyed that were hilarious. Uh, like Xenia uh, was pretty great. If you, you get to do that. Did you romance any of the men as Alexios? All of them. <laughs> the blacksmith was pretty good, a- too. Anyone <laughs> I could sleep with, I slept with. <laughs> you whore. That's what I and wanted. And that's the point. Like, there could have been a descendant implied because your character is just a whore. Yeah, but it's... Once again, they need a direct story tie-in because maybe people didn't play that way. But uh, though, once again, I... I don't know. They bent the rules on how the animus worked because the new animus, you didn't, you just needed a strand of DNA from the time. So they had the spear, which had DNA on it from the time when it was last touched. Yeah. I, I don't know. Just that, yeah, I that, thought that part was kind of confusing where they're like, there's two bits of DNA on here. Which one do you want to use? All of it's, it's like, a um... little hazy in how it <laughs> works, but I mean, there's no real animus. So if you think about it, though, like, because one of them was clearly a baby, depending on who you chose. So why would that baby's DNA be on the spear? I don't really remember that the baby part. was killed with the spear. No, I thought the baby was just tossed off a cliff. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know anything. I didn't, I didn't play this game. So I mean, it's from... as a casual player jumping into this game to play it. A lot of parts of it didn't make a lot of sense from what I remember from the first couple of games that I played like many years ago. I mean, it makes, they explain it enough. I mean, it's kind of churning in the background 
like that the sci-fi stuff's kind of churning in the background it's i feel that is the greater assassin's creed storyline but it, it it's not super in focus yeah so yeah i don't so, know this is like like i said this is a shitty thing to do but may, maybe I, I i haven't played this so i don't really know maybe there was a like specific reason why but honestly this is coming from somebody who myself is a rainbow colored passion person I don't think that video games should be treated as harshly and be bullied like this when they make these decisions and do these things in their games because it gets kind of annoying like all of these complaining whiny little brats keep getting their way when video games are doing something clearly for a reason. Uh, Like what you were saying, Marcus, it was a very legit reason why they would do that and I understand why they would do that and I'm not that hurt about it and it just reminds me of the time I hate to bring it up again but Mass Effect when Andromeda came out and everybody threw a huge panty fit because one of the aliens wasn't bisexual and so uh, Bioware actually had to go and edit in to make him a bisexual option like a video game company shouldn't have to be pressured and bullied into doing that they have their reasons for doing things you know you don't go and bully an author once a book has been published to like take it back and change it yeah i'm just like i said i was just curious narratively if there was a specific reason why this happened but who knows i mean people will be upset no matter what so even if it is sound narrative wise people are going to be upset (laughs) so yeah that's just the world that we live in is that no matter what you do somebody's going to be displeased out there i just i think people take it a little too too much to heart take it a little too harsh harshly and want like what they seek they seek um an apology for what reason (laughs) it's video game why does you why does ubisoft have to say say they're sorry to you i don't know why ubisoft owes you nothing uh, yeah that's i mean they don't save him face yeah <laughs> again I mean, but it, it just anybody <laughs> has to in these days like you have to kowtow to your customers in every way as a company i'm gonna build a company and be so rude to my customers and they're gonna love it i, I mean like, i'm gonna be the I, next i'm gonna be the next valve Good luck. I see both sides of this because if there is a narrative, like a solid narrative reason why they did that, I can see that. But I also see the point of like they gave players choices and then like are stripping that away, basically, which is a little messed up. And maybe they just should have built the game out a little bit more soundly from the start. Like maybe like obviously there's the two siblings and the story be what it may of what happens to those siblings. But it's like maybe they should have had a third sibling that maybe wasn't as tied directly in that maybe pass that on. But so it just seems like ill planning is all. Yeah. All right. That about wraps up this episode of the LGA podcast. Be sure to go to our website, LitGamingArena.com. Check out our Discord at chat.litgamingarena.com. Follow us on our social media. We are LitGamingArena on all of them. And don't forget about our reviews on GG. We have two of those going up this week. Thanks for listening, and we will see you back on the next episode. more news than there was this week. <laughs> <laughs> I made up news. Which one was real? Which one oh, was God. fake? <laughs>
Find out next week. Do I sound like a bass drum now? <laughs> <laughs>